Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is now 8.07 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It's either this week or next week I celebrate my 22 years here at WCCO. I've been on Sunday nights from 7 to 11 the entire time, and it's really quite a remarkable um you know, a milestone for me. And as I keep doing this, I so enjoy it. I love being here with you. Um, it's my favorite thing on a Sunday night. And it's just been good for me. You know, I'm growing. I, you know, you have those moments when you're not growing so much and you get really frustrated and, you know, you have bosses come and go and, you know, all of a sudden you start to feel better and better. You feel, okay, I feel like I'm growing again. Um, so I'm, I have reached that um, within the last few weeks, and I'm really excited about that. Now, I can't tell you the exact date. Um, I have it on a plaque at home, but I can't remember the exact date that I started here at WCCO, but I do know it was July of 1998. So I'm saying that to say how much I love being here with you. Um, I don't do this for the money. <laughs> it's not like that at all. I do this because I so enjoy you. You matter. The reason we have radio here at WCCO is because of you. So I thank you for supporting Still Talking, Center Stage, and the Mom and Michael Hour. I really thank you for it. I do want to tell you that over these 22 years, I remember talking about um, various venues, uh, restaurants, you know, you name it, where um, someone was mistreated or I was mistreated and I told you the story. Because even though I may tell my story and I have a microphone to tell that story, the bottom line is that so many of you don't. And if you don't have the opportunity to tell your story, then I tell my story to try to help give you strength like it helps give me strength. So thank you for letting me tell you, tell you stories. There is one that I have to talk about. My son, Michael Battle, as I said earlier tonight, is here in town and I'm so excited to have him on tonight. Boy, we're going to have a ball. And my daughter now lives here with her family. And we all went to a restaurant that I've been to before with my dear friend, uh, Tara. And it, you know, food is good. Atmosphere is good. Just had a great time. But this particular time we went on, um, on Saturday or Sunday, I can't even, oh, today is Sunday. It was Saturday. We all went to meet uh, for breakfast, including the grandchildren. And I was amazed at, um, you know, we, my son called ahead because we were running late and, um, we were about 15 minutes late. I think our reservation was at 930 and at about 945, um, we arrived and we waited and they said, Oh, it won't be long. And we waited about 45 minutes. And then finally they, my son went up to check again. Um, it was the hen house, um, or, Hen House Eatery is what it's called. I'm not far from WCCO Radio. And really great atmosphere there. But that particular day, 
on Saturday morning, uh, we had a really difficult time. And one of the managers came out who, you know, said to us, look, you guys were late. We have another table coming in uh, in about an uh, hour or so. You guys going to have to eat quick and um, we will have to, you know, deal with this because they're expecting their table. And we were like, well, we were expecting our table. It was within, you know, a 15 minute um, late time. And that usually doesn't cause a problem. And there were seven of us. Right. And so here we were, you know, I'm talking to the woman and all of us are standing there quietly waiting, trying to figure this whole thing out. And I finally said to the lady, are you asking us to eat quickly and within the hour so that you can move us out? And she says, well, I'm not really saying that. I'm just saying that another table is booked and we need to take care of them, too, because you guys were late. And so I don't know, uh, Jonathan, if you've been through anything like that. I don't know what the policies. I've looked on their website trying to find out if there are any policies that say, hey, if you're more than 15 minutes late, um, we will try to accommodate you. Or what did it mean? I've never, ever been to a restaurant that stopped and said, hey, you guys are 15 minutes late. Sorry, we've got another table booked. Now, mind you, we had a reservation. We had a solid reservation. And still that happened. Uh, I it was very frustrating. I don't think that's happened to me. Um, I'm, I'm not – I don't know of any policy that's that way. I haven't, I haven't heard of any restaurants having that specific policy. I wouldn't be surprised, though, because, especially if it's a very um, – if it's a very hip or a very trendy restaurant that's very popular – Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to get butts in the seats, and if they, I, I would think maybe not 15 minutes. That might be a little too fast, but maybe 30. If you go yeah, 30, 30 minutes, thir- I can see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we all said that. Said, hey, if it had been 30 minutes, absolutely. We would just not go there. We'd just change our mind and go somewhere else. But within 15 minutes, we didn't get it. But I will say this. After all of that conversation, it was very quiet, very orderly. Um, we were seated. And we had the best server. I am telling you, Jonathan, this woman was so patient with the grandchildren. We, you know, my daughter changed her order. I mean, it was beautiful. We had this peaceful table. It was, the sun was shining. And all of a sudden, we just didn't think about what happened outside when they were sitting people at the hen house eatery. We just didn't even think about it. And it ended up being a beautiful day. Uh, the same woman that we had the conversation with brought over those, what are those things where the wind makes them blow around? Pixies or what are they called? You know, oh, those what? little, yeah, they look like flowers, but when they get in front of a fan, they oh. blow. Pinwheels. Oh, Ooh. pinwheels. Okay. Oh, that hurt. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about, I, I, I miss okay. some of, I miss some of the, the conversations. You're talking about Hen, Hen House Eatery that is. Basically, around up the, the corner. block. Yeah, from, around the from corner the from CCO. Okay. Absolutely. Right on 8th and. and um, 8th and 2nd. 2nd. Yeah, 8th and 2nd. 8th Street and 2nd right. Avenue. And it's not a fancy restaurant. It's not a trendy looking restaurant, but you're talking about crowded, you know, because they have great food. I ordered a salad for breakfast because I'm into these salads now, right? But, of course, my son and his fiance and my daughter and the three grandchildren, it was a pancake feast. And I didn't, I did not, I did not taste any of it. I was so proud of myself. So, 
But seriously, the server is the one I really want to pay attention to because no matter what we were feeling at that moment, it was like, okay, do you not want us in your eatery? Do you not? Are we not welcome to be here? I, I don't know if we were the only black people in the room, but you know, I looked around when I was on my way to the little girl's room and I kept looking, seeing, do they have any black people in the room? Maybe they just feel uncomfortable with us being in the room no, with all that has happened. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to stand up for Hen House because... I I I'm not a regular there, but right, me either, me either. But especially when I was working my old shift, which was the Saturday late morning, early afternoon shift, I would come in and I would go to a, a couple different places to get something to eat before I came into the station. One of them was Angel Food Bakery, which has now moved to St. Louis oh, Park. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And you told me that once. Yep. And one of the other ones that that is downtown is Hen Hen House. And I would go, you know, depending on the time that I would get around to ordering, you know, I might have to take a segment that we're on air and, you know, kind of run down the street to go get the food. <laughs> uh, but especially Saturday and Sunday mornings, especially weekend mornings. Mm-hmm. You usually had a wait. You usually had people that were outside uh, either waiting in line in the building if it was, you know, December, January, February. Right, Or right. you had people waiting outside waiting to get inside to get uh, a table. It's a very popular spot. It's now I, – I had a chance to go over there a few weeks ago when I worked another Saturday day shift. And it's getting back to that point where it's very popular on a weekend morning, which I, I'm glad for them for. Of course it is. For. No, no, no. And, I am, I'm happy and, for them but, as well. That's why I, I wanted to go back there. Yep. And, and I will say this. I have seen diverse clientele in there. I have. I Great. have seen a diverse amount of clientele in there. I tell you what changed our minds as soon as we sat down. It was very comfortable. It had a great spirit where we were sitting in that space. And the server, I have to keep saying this. You know, a lot of times we ignore the servers. You know, we just, they come and ask, what do you want? Or what will you be having? And, you know, they make sure you have water if you want coffee or a mimosa, whatever. This woman had absolute joy. I wish I knew her name. So no matter what happened at the front door outside, all of that was erased in a moment when she came over and said, hello, what can I do for you? Just beautiful. And my son gave her a, a really nice tip, a really, really nice tip. He was just so, we were all so thrilled because she changed everything. Here we are trying to figure out how does that happen? Why was that said to us? And then she comes and all just kind of faded away. So would I go back to Hen House? Eatery? Absolutely. Would I request her? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know exactly what she looks like. I would love to do that because she was remarkable. And that proves to me that no matter what the establishment, the people inside that work there matter. They matter every day. And when you can find someone that can do what what she did, I'll go back just just to have her look and say good morning and smile every time. If my granddaughter wasted her whole glass of water, she just comes over and laughs and gets it up and says, oh, I've had that happen to me before. Just beautiful. So that's my story that I wanted to share with you today. I'm not trying to to hurt this restaurant. That's not who I am.
by any means. But I wanted to tell you the story so that you understand that what happens outside when you're trying to get seated and you're already been waiting 45 minutes and it's so crowded, which is great. They are making money and friends. And then you get inside and you're not quite sure what it feels like. It's amazing when someone comes over to you and all of that in one one sentence goes away. So don't get upset when people uh, approach you in a way that you feel uncomfortable with. Just wait to see what the next thing will happen. Because what happened to us was quite remarkable. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Absolutely, I want to see us be brave, honey, because we can. That's the beauty of democracy, right? Hey, I want to tell you something um, that I really want you to know. Roshini Rajkumar is on Sundays. And you remember when I interviewed her uh, a while ago about celebrating her 25th episode of Discover Minnesota with Roshini? Well, I am here to tell you that it debuted on Facebook, launching during the COVID, uh, and each episode is just um, a piece of passion for her. Now, the top viewed city so far in this successful run is uh, Delano, Pelican Rapids, Wabaso. I hope I have that correct, please. Is it Wabaso or Wabaso? Jonathan, do you know? Uh, uh, I believe it's Wabasso. Wabasso. Thank you. And Battle Lake. Um, also, the, there were themed episodes. Like on June 3rd, they did uh, the first of five themed episodes to explore fun excursions in Ottertail County. I remember hearing about that one. Um, for example, like fishing episode and that sort of thing. Um, but Facebook impressions, the first 24 episodes of Discover Minnesota with Rashidi are approximately, approaching 450,000 impressions on Facebook. That's huge. So if you want to know where to watch this show that Rashini has created and is having success with celebrating the 25th episode, that's a big deal. Uh, of course, you can watch it here on WCCO. I'm sorry, listen and watch on WCCO Radio Facebook page, uh, the video section, or you can type Discover Minnesota with Rashini in the Facebook search bar and the show page will pop up. So um, there are many future episodes. She's very excited about it. And with a lot of the women here at WCCO that are on radio or on on the weekends, we really support each other. So congratulations, Roshini. Uh, you, you guys, you're doing it. And I know your husband has been involved in a few of them, but really it's you. It's your dream. It's your idea. It's your thing. And I'm really uh, 
grateful that you're having success with it. So listen to all the women. In fact, listen to all of us on the weekend, no matter if we're women or men. The bottom line is we have some really great shows on the weekend, and we love that you join us. So thank you for that. All right, coming up at 8.33 is what we call So What Do You Do? So What Do You Do? is all about... um, Finding someone that or finding uh, a company that you've never heard of and trying to figure out what do they do? What do they do? And so I'm really excited today to present to someone. I read an article in the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder and I just got really excited. And I I actually went to this place because I was I wanted to meet him. I wanted to know what this was. And uh, you're going to hear all about that. And that is coming up next. And then center stage, we've got a great line lineup. We have Chan Poling joining us to talk about the new standards in the suburbs. We've got Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam joining us tonight to talk about the volume one of their new album is so exciting. I'm, I can't wait. Also, James, James Haskins from the Guthrie Theater. He's the managing director of the Guthrie. He is joining us as well. And then our final guest in that half hour will be um, Sandy Bornberry from the Stages Theater. And then, of course, at 10 o'clock, my son and I, we call it the Mom and Michael Hour. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What? What? What do you do? So what do you do? This is the time we just want to acknowledge those businesses that you hear about, but you may not know what you, what they do, or maybe you suspect what they do because maybe it's a little bit in the title, but you really don't know. Uh, and this all started one year when I was um, uh, in the Fauchet Tower and there was an ambassador from a country I didn't know anything about. And I looked it up and I thought, wow, there, there's an ambassador's office in our Fauchet Tower. That was years ago. And so we've been doing So What Do You Do since then. Well, I'm excited because... Um, uh, tonight, the man that I'm having on, I had a chance to actually visit with him, as you heard me say earlier. Um, starting a business during a pandemic is no small feat, uh, but to go after a niche audience and be successful at it, that is remarkable. So our So What Do You Do segment features Redmond's Popcorn. Yeah, it's in New Hope. Zach Redman is, of course, the mastermind of the designer popcorn location, which is quickly becoming a hit in the North Metro. So here's the thing. When I went to go visit, I wanted to see it. It's in um, a building, an executive type of building. Uh, it has parking all around it. And um, there are so many small businesses. His, I, think, I believe, is in um, his room is number 150. I think we'll get clarity on that when we have him on. But I walk into his space. It may be small but mighty. And I, you know, I look at the popcorn around me and I look at the flavors like strawberry waffle and uh, puppy, this, and uh, it was just crazy names. And I kept thinking, okay, I know they have caramel popcorn, plain popcorn, cheese popcorn, but some of these other flavors like barbecue popcorn, where did that come from? Well, joining me is the owner, Zach Redman, and this was his brainchild and he went for it. He's joining us tonight, Zach Redman. How are you? I'm good, are you so? I'm doing very well. You remember me coming in? Yes, I do. Man, when I read your article in the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder, I just loved that article. I thought it just spoke so well to why you do what you do. But tell our listeners, why do you do what you do? Well, I do what I do to be unique, to stand out, and to just be like a a household name and 
for something that people can like it's like a it's like an experience more than just coming to get popcorn. Tell me more about it being a um um an experience. Tell me what you mean. So like when people come to my store, I like to offer them uh samples and just talk to them about just life in general or just get to know like what what's their likes and dislikes or for them to give me ideas on things because I look at popcorn as a blank palette and uh you can do a lot with it. And a lot of my ideas come from just networking and talking to people. So I think it's an awesome thing that I have somewhere where people can come try new things and also just talk to me about life in general. I, I just love it. Yeah, the people who love you truly love you. They love your popcorn. But I'm curious to know how you came up with the various types of popcorn and which one is your favorite? So it all started uh, maybe in 2013, 14, when I started. So I met my son's mom, my youngest son's mom. And their family is really known for, like, get-togethers. So, like, they make a bunch of snacks and like smoked meats and like a lot of different things. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my culinary kind of background and just try something new. So the first two popcorns I made was, you know, the red hot uh, candies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I made some popcorn with that and then I made cookies and cream and they like, they loved it. So then I kind of just started dabbling like, my thing was like, you you can go to the pop the store and get cheese and caramel popcorn like anywhere. So my thing was like, all right, let me just try something different and just just do something unique, you know, something that's out of the norm that people aren't used to. So then I kind of started making popcorn for friends and family, and then a lot of people are like, dude, you got something. But me as a person, and like I enjoy like the like the um expression of people when they type, like when they try the popcorn they're like this is really good so like that's like my reward like isn't isn't it isn't about like the money or anything it's really about just the the connection with people and then them knowing that like they can come here and get something that you literally can't get anywhere else in the world besides me. <laughs> so so when cool. did you decide to open up a store? When did you decide to find a space and say, I'm going for it? That happened in, uh, so I started looking in December and then it kind of came to fruition and stuff in February. So I was like, just kind of like, I started um, selling it out of the trunk of my car and it was like, I put a post on Facebook and it just had rave reviews and people was just loving the fact that like they know me and they know the fact that like times is hard right now and I'm doing everything I can to just be different because a lot of African American males, they look at us just as criminals or, you know, people that just don't try to do the right thing. And like when you see me, a lot of people perceive me maybe as a thug or because I have tattoos and I have dreads, but when you get to talk to me, I'm a big teddy bear. I'm just like a, a, I'm really a kind hearted, loving person. And I just want to make people happy. So 
once I kind of just took that leap of faith and opened this space, it was just like, you know, after the spokesman record, it was just like, man, so many people just love the fact that they have me as a popcorn person in this area. And, and I love it. And I, I really do. I can't complain. Well, I had a chance to sample some of yours when I came into your space, and very interesting space. What is the one called? Pup something? Puppy oh, Chow puppy or child. something? Yeah, Puppy Chow. And I thought, who's going to eat, you know, Puppy Chow? Why Puppy Chow? Why that title? So that's like, I honestly, I'm thinking about changing the name because it's a name that's known throughout. Like, everybody kind of knows Puppy Chow for being Chex Mix peanut butter, chocolate, and powdered sugar. So it's kind of a, a, a mix. is a ratio that you have to do to make it taste a certain way because you, you can kind of put too much of one thing. But, yeah, it's just one of those things that kind of – I know a lot of people that love the puppy child in general. So it's kind of one of those things. I was like, well, let me just try it. And the day I tried it, I was like, wow. I was like, I think I got something good here. And then just kind of just started letting people try it. And it was just one of those things where, like, people were like, man, this is amazing. I love it. So it's one of those things that I, I don't think will be leaving the shelf anytime soon. <laughs> okay, so give me a rundown. I think you have, what is it, 17 flavors? Well, I got 12 as of right now. Okay, so, 12 flavors. So I, I can, uh, I'll try to remember them all offhand. So I have, okay. um, I have a strawberry wafer. Yep, try that. Uh, cook, cookies and cream. Yep. Puppy chow. I have, it's called Double Trouble. So that's actually a caramel corn covered in cheese. And that's probably one of the top sellers. Top selling, I, yeah. Yeah. Then I have Butterfinger. And I also have Banana Pudding. So that's the, that's the sweeter one. So then I got, also have three spicy ones, which are, uh, spicy cheese. I have a spicy jerk, and I have a hot barbecue. And then I have, hot barbecue. <laughs> yep, yep, hot barbecue. That's my favorite. And then I have three savory ones, and that's the cheese and caramel mix, which is, you know, it's like a, a all around favorite for a lot of people. And then I have the I have a cheesy taco, and I also have a, uh, a cheesy taco, and I also have a uh, cheese pizza. So that's the that's the twelve I have now, and then I'm currently sampling. I have a uh, key lime pie. So oh, it's my favorite a- thing, man! I love key lime pie. <laughs> oh my gosh, yep. what? Yep. <laughs> so when you decided, you know, what is this going to look like? How do I present these flavors and try to get people to sample them and try them out and take them home and come back? Are you seeing? That are you satisfied with the clientele that you have, and are they sticking with you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's crazy because I actually have it's like new people every day. Actually reconnected with one of my fourth grade teachers. Her name is uh, Jan Jan uh, Bar. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Jan uh, Barnes Bronze Bronze. Okay. There you go, Bronze. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So she actually came to my shop and talked to me and we just, you know, kind of reconnected about when I was uh, in the fourth grade and I just moved up here from Gary, Indiana and just, it it was, it was super cool. And just being able to kind of reconnect with somebody that 
taught me a lot and kind of groomed me as a young man to kind of like just go in the right direction. So it's, it's just an awesome feeling. And then just having new people, meeting new people, seeing people in this area like, man, you're not leaving uh, once you expand, are you? I'm like, no, I'm not leaving anywhere. I'm going to be in this area. <laughs> and I know you and I talked about you expanding. I know that that's on the horizon. Right now you're in New Hope right off of Winneka and 36, I think it is. Is that correct? Yep, for sure. Yep. Yep, Winneka and 36 and New Hope. Oh, and uh, actually, it. sorry not to cut you off. I'm on 30, or I'm on Winneka and, and uh, Medicine Lake Road. That's it. Winneka yeah. and Medicine Lake Road. Thank you. Medicine Lake Road. Thank you for <laughs> correcting me on that. Um, yeah, but no it's problem. easy to find. It's easy to find. But I was so surprised to come into the building. And as I'm walking through, it looks like a professional building. But there are small businesses that do some of everything. There's a barber shop. There's, you know, a hair shop for women. And I, I just couldn't believe it as I was walking through. And your space is not that big. So what do you do when people are lined up to get your product? You know, it's it's kind of a cool situation to where, like, I love how people are so kind and, like, understanding. So, like, when it is kind of aligned, I, I kind of try to talk to the people and, and explain to them, you know, I'm going to be with you guys soon, you know. So I just – so but people are really cool and understanding. And, you know, when they come in, I always say, you know, free samples, let me know what you like. You know, if anything I can do to, you know, make your experience that much better, just let me know. And, and then we get to talking. And like you said, um, I actually have an identical twin brother. And his name is Zarek Redman. And he has a barbershop. Barbershop, man. Yeah. yeah. Redman Cuts. So I would say, you know, not only he's my twin brother, but he's an awesome guy. You know, he's. He's very personable. He's easy to get along with, and he'll give you an awesome haircut. So, you know, if you guys are ever in the area, you come check me out. You guys should check out my brother, Zarek Redman of Redman Cuts. And, you know, there's a lot of other people in the biz, in the building, too, that, you know, I really, you know, support, and I appreciate them being around because it, it is a super cool environment. I want to hear your story, how it began and how long it took you to get to this point, because I read that story in the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder, and I was really quite amazed at what you had to go through, how you had to encourage yourself um, that you believed in meditation and that sort of thing. Tell us about it. Okay, so all right, one of those things where I say, like, I try to give people a different perception of an African-American man. And... My thing is, like, a lot of us maybe take our frustrations or 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 anger out on the wrong thing or the wrong people or just not doing the right thing. So my thing was, well, let me just do something that I could eventually give to my kids to where they won't have to struggle and they won't have to go through the ups and downs of life of just working for other people or having to feel less than. So once the pandemic hit and like I, I was a barber, so once the barbershop that I was at kind of took a hit, it was like, well, I got to figure something out. So then I kind of started selling popcorn via like Facebook and Instagram and just people that I know just because I was like, I was struggling. So it kind of like came that way. And then 
uh, maybe in September of last year, I kind of like ran into somebody that I, that I know, and they kind of like, not saying they tried to steal my idea, but they kind of like tried to take my idea because they had the money to. So it kind of lit a fire under me. And like I said, as a man, like I could have been, you know, like a lot of other men and kind of like went left or did something negative. But I said, you know what? Let me just focus in and, and do what I know is best for me and my family and what to make my, like my mom proud. And like popcorn, I was like, that that's something that doesn't really a lot of people do. It's something that I can kind of suit, like be creative and be myself. And kind of like um, have that interaction with people because I'm a I'm an introvert. I really don't like if I'm at not at the popcorn shop. I'm kind of just to myself and I deal with my family. But being able to like say I'm the popcorn man of New Hope is 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 cool to me, and it gives me that that you know that that um energy I need that 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 push I need to, you know, to, to be happy. Like, because I feel like me being able to be kind of a cornerstone of a, of a neighborhood or of an area is, is super cool because I want to be able to offer something that just not only African-American young men, just males in general, just, just that are going through things that just see no way out of life because life gets hard. And sometimes you just need to look at somebody that's kind of understanding and know what you're going through. And I feel like popcorn is a, a, a super easy way to kind of, it's an icebreaker. It's an easy way to kind of get to know somebody. Cause once right. I give you some cheese popcorn or some banana pudding popcorn, and I see that smile. It's kind of like, all right, cool. And then me, like I kind of start engaging with people and it helps me, you know, cause right. I'm not, I'm not the greatest of, just talking and opening up to people because I've been through a lot in my life, but being able to kind of cross. I could sense that. I actually sense that when I met you, (laughs) that you, you don't easily take to people as quickly, um, but you do sit down and flash that smile you and your brother have. And, (laughs) you know, it kind of arrests people and put them at, at ease. Uh, We have to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have about three more minutes to talk and wrap this up. But um, can you stick with me? Yeah, for sure. All right. We'll be back in a moment. It's 8.53. Thank you so much for sticking with us. And, uh, of course, you are listening to Steel Talking. And this segment is called So What Do You Do? Our guest is Zach Redman. The name of his business is Redman's Popcorn and New Hope, right off of Medicine Lake Road and Winneka Avenue. Um, Zach, welcome back. I do want to make sure that um, we talk about what your future looks like. I know you're talking about expanding. You You even told me that day when I came to visit um, with a friend and, well, my boyfriend, I was really surprised that you said, <laughs> I always get nervous about saying that, um, but I was surprised to hear that you really wanted to expand and open up another store. But what about um, approaching the state fair for next year to see if you can have a kiosk there for two weeks? Would you be interested in that? Yeah, I'll be interested in it. I was uh, just actually talking to my brother and my mom about that. Because I think I got something that, yeah, I think it'll be really good. <laughs> it's just, you know, that's a that's a really big step. But honestly, I, I'm not afraid of big steps at this point. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, 
hearing the unknown is it's kind of exciting to me now. Before it was like eh, but now I'm kind of I'm 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 looking forward to it, and I I I definitely look into um, seeing what I could do about trying to get into the state fair for sure. Yeah, it won't be easy, but it might be worth it. You know what I mean? I mean, people are doing really well out there with their items. And of course, um, the next thing I would talk about is actually selling to churches. I, you know, maybe that sounds ridiculous, but you'd be surprised at how many have a fellowship hall in between their services and they, you know, present food and there would be, you know, something for something different for children and families. And that could be something you could do as well. And did you stop selling out of the back of your car? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Are you thinking about going it. back to that? Nah, because it's, it's, cause I, I, that's the reason why I got to space, because with Minnesota, summers are so hot and the winters are so cold. I was like, I might as well just find a space to where people can, you know, come and find me and know where I'm at. And, and then actually the space or where I was at before, it's kind of a bad area now, so... I'm just, I'm kind of happy God blessed me with the, um, just kind of blessed me with the ability to, to get this space because it's a lot safer, you know, and because where I was at before, I was on 63rd and Zane, and I used to just hang out in this little parking lot over there and um, just sell it out, out of my car. And then it was like, um, once I moved and got my space, it's been like three or four shootings in that area, so... Like well, I said, I'm just happy God, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just happy yeah. God blessed me with the ability to move around and get a space. And now I can, you know, cater to the people that's in this area. And, and I love them. Like everybody yeah. around this area. That's awesome. Man. That's awesome. Okay, so here's the thing. My final advice to you, uh, unsolicited advice, is, you know, whomever it is that comes into your space, you have a great smile. Make sure you use it. Uh, your brother was amazing. We actually stopped into his barbershop first and said, oh, you know, it's like five minutes to the time it was supposed to close. And all of a sudden we realized, hey, we've got time. And you came back. You came back just to service us. So thank you for that. And uh, I hope Everyone remembers it's called Redman's Popcorn. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. All right. Take care of yourself. Have a great night. (laughs) All right. We'll be back. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.